When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years' experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Hi, folks. This is Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show, and this is WAPC Talk Radio, the number one talk radio station in America. So proud and privileged to be able to have the opportunity every Saturday afternoon to chat with you about what is going on in this great country of ours. Uh, I believe we are going to have uh, an incredible, what I call a correction election, a correction election. On Tuesday. And what that means is I think people are going to throw out all over the country people who made major policy mistakes in terms of the direction our country is headed in. And I uh, very respect, respectfully say to people that if you actually believe things are headed in the right direction in this country, if you think that uh, the economy is going to get better and if you think uh, we're going to get the border under control and you think we're going to get crime under control and you think we're going to be able to, you know, have an energy policy that works, to feel good about uh, the direction of the country, then you should vote for Joe Biden and the Democrats. I know Joe Biden isn't on the ballot, but he is kind of on the ballot, isn't he? I I really do think that this election um, is a referendum on whether you think Joe Biden is doing a good job. And uh, we will see. I I happen to think, by the way, that we are headed towards a major, major red tidal wave election. And I may be wrong about that. I'm pretty good at prognosticating these things, but I'm not always right. But it just feels like people are fed up. I'm fed up. (laughs) I'm fed up with runaway liberalism, runaway massive socialist government, uh, what has happened to our schools, what has happened to our uh, grocery prices, what's happening in our major cities where it's just less safe than ever to walk down the street at night in Chicago or Philadelphia or Los Angeles or San Francisco uh, or New York or so many cities that once were such powerful sources of America's economic might um, have been reduced to homelessness and crime. Uh, and so I think this will be so interesting to see whether voters turnout en masse, and I think it'll be, I, I'm going to make a prediction, I think this is going to be a pretty high turnout election. Uh, most, a lot of people probably already voted. Uh, we don't have uh, election day anymore in America. We have election week, election month. And, and, and let me say as an aside, I'm not so happy about that. Uh, I do want people to vote. I think it's important that citizens vote. But let's get back to the old-fashioned idea that you go up, you get up in the morning or uh, on election day and you go to the voting booth or you go after work and you vote. And one of the reasons I feel strongly about that is because you set that date 
you know, a lot of people voted, for example, before some of these big debates between Senate candidates and governor's candidates. And a lot of people say, gee, if I had known that, if I had known that, you know, Fetterman, you know, was so mentally challenged right now because of his stroke, I probably would have, you know, cast my ballot a different way. So I think it's important everyone vote on Election Day, unless, you know, you need to have some reason why you can't. And then you go through the process, you go to the courthouse and you get a, a ballot. Uh, we've kind of moved away from that. Now, I know my liberal friends say, there's Steve Moore, he's for, uh, he's for voter suppression, voter suppression. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I think it would be a good thing if we could move to a system where people really did move, uh, you know, vote on Election Day and the votes are counted on Election Day. And and I do think it's really important that we have voter identification cards in every state so that we make sure that the people are voting um, are voting only once and that they are voting legally and uh, that they're of age, you know, that they're of age. They're not 17 years old and voting or 15 years old um, and that we don't have illegal immigrants casting votes. Because here's the thing, folks, every time someone votes illegally for one reason or another, what they do is they disenfranchise you. Effectively, they're taking your vote away. So if I vote for candidate A and I'm a legal voter, which I am, and then some, uh, someone comes in and votes illegally or votes twice for candidate B, what they're essentially doing is canceling out my vote. You see, and that's why this is so sinister. And that's why all this idea of, gee, you know, Republicans are trying to destroy our democracy. I, I don't really even get that. Why is having fair and safe elections a threat to democracy? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a political scientist. I'm an economist. I don't I don't really get the logic of that. <laughs> how you know, get it. And by the way, I think we're going to have that high turnout. That's good for democracy. Right. This isn't what's happening in America today. What's going to happen on Tuesday is not a threat to democracy. It is democracy. It is people getting out and having their vote heard. And I want people to get out and vote. I don't even care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent. I don't care which way you're going to vote. Get out and vote. You know, it's kind of your citizen duty. Now, it is a uh, splendid, glorious uh, day all across um, the East Coast, at least where I am. I'm, I'm uh, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, it is one of these. It is a great day to be alive days. The Incredible colors of red and yellow and green and blues. It's it's just nature is so beautiful. We are so blessed in this country to have the most. It is America the beautiful, isn't it? I know some of my liberal friends who don't like America don't think so, but this is a beautiful, beautiful country. So my point is get outside after sometime today. Don't stay in your house. Don't stay in your apartment. Get out and just enjoy this incredibly wonderful weather. And where I am at 70 degrees today and uh very few clouds in the sky, blue sky. So, uh, you know, that's the best way to stay healthy, by the way. Get out. Get some exercise. Um, all right. So let me uh, – I am going to be taking your calls at the bottom of the hour, and I am not taking any guests today. I love to have our guests. We have some of the best guests on this show. But the More Money Show is really about you. It's about and, – and I always say this, and I'm, I'm not being gratuitous here – I learn a lot from our listeners. We have, I, I say this all the time, we have a great audience. And by the way, thank you for listening. We, our, our ratings are really good, so thank you. You make my job a lot easier and secure by listening to this show. But I really believe, I'm, I'm so proud. I think I have like the smartest listeners of any, any show. Now, WABC as a station has smart listeners, so I'm getting a lot of you. But I learn a lot from hearing what you have to say. 
And I love, I love, uh, you know, sometimes we get crankpots call in and we try to, to uh, avoid that. But I want to hear from people on both sides. I try to be respectful of Democrats and liberals because I want to hear your voice. This is, this is freedom of speech radio at WABC. We want to hear from people of all different perspectives. As long as you have a smart thing to say, uh, don't just sit there and whine and complain. But if you have something to say that is important, I want to hear from you. And I want to hear from some of the liberals and, and Democrats who are listening to this show. And also, I want to make a special plea because we do this once every two or three weeks where we just take callers. And I love it when the men call in. I mean, we've got, you know, as I said, really smart people. But I'm making a special plea today. I want to hear from the ladies. Okay, Mr. Producer, I'm going to put the ladies at the front of the queue because what's happened in the last four or five or six elections is it's the women. It's the women's vote that has really determined who is uh, you know, winning office. And I think women will be the key uh, constituency uh, this time around, too. Now, I was just listening to the WABC news update, and I listened intently when they said that there's been a big swing in the polls. I think they said by 25 points, which is gigantic, of independent women or people, you know, kind of women in the middle who swing back and forth between Republicans and Democrats, and they are moving in the Republican direction. And if you're one of those women who kind of goes back and forth in terms of, you know, Republicans sometimes, Democrats other times, um, I want to hear from you, especially if you're moving away from the Democrats, let's say that you voted for Biden in 2020, but this election you think you might vote for the Republicans. I want to hear why that is. I really do. I think that would be fascinating to our listeners. So let us know what uh, what issues you are um, most concerned with. If you are one of those swing voters, uh, the ladies who um, are so important in terms of dictating the outcome, of elections. Now, I'm not saying I don't want men to call in, but uh, gentlemen, I got to tell you, if we have Bill calling in and we have Sally calling in, I'm going to take Sally's <laughs> call because I really want to hear from the ladies. And uh, I, I, what I want you to call in about is what issues do you care the most about in this election? What What are the top concerns that you have? Now, I'm going to I've got two or three minutes left before we have to take our break, but I'm going to I'm going to give you mine my top priorities, and then I want to hear from you all. Maybe it's abortion. Maybe it's crime. Maybe it's the price of food. I'm going to tell you what I think is the most important. Number one, I think uh, that the Biden administration has ruined our energy supply and has driven up uh, oil prices and gas prices. And it's not just a short-term problem. This is a long-term problem. We have got to be energy self-sufficient in this country. We can be, we should be, and it's not going to happen with windmills and solar panels. We need nuclear power. We need oil. We need gas. We need coal. We need geothermal, hydropower. If you live up in the New York area, a lot of the energy and electric power comes from uh, Niagara Falls, which is a great way to get electricity. That is the ultimate form of renewable energy. So I'm pissed off about what Biden has done in trying to shut down our nuclear pot plants, our coal plants. He made a declaration the other day he wants to end all coal production in America. I mean, is that crazy? We have 500 years of coal. Why wouldn't we use our coal? Uh, we should be using our oil and gas. So that's number one. I don't like his energy policy. Number two, I don't like the massive $4 trillion of government spending. I know I talk about this every week and 
some of you may roll your eyes. There goes Steve Moore again talking about the $4 trillion. But why is this so important? Why is this so diabolical that, that the Democrats have spent all this money that we don't have? And by the way, I'm not here to tell you Republicans are much better because they're not. But you can't come in and in 21 months spend $4.1 trillion that we don't have, borrow the money, print the money, uh, put our country massively in more debt and think that that's a good thing. I mean, what they're doing, folks, is driving up the federal credit card, not by thousands of dollars, not by millions of dollars, not by billions of dollars, trillions of dollars. By the way, a trillion dollars is a million million dollars. A trillion has 12 zeros. I mean, come on. How can we do this and expect our country to be financially healthy and economically secure if we're borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and the Chinese and the Europeans, all these other Arabs are buying all our debt? I mean, I I just find that to be uh, economically suicidal and it's dangerous. And so that is the second thing I'm concerned about. So number one, I think is energy policies are hurting America. Number two, I think the increase in spending and debt is out of control. And it's something if we don't stop this, our children, our grandchildren, and even our grandchildren's children will curse us for what we have done to the future of this country. Uh, And then finally, I want to see more patriotism. I'm tired of seeing what's going on in the schools where all the, you know, if you read the textbooks, folks, and if you have kids, read the history books, read the books that these, these textbooks that the kids are reading. It's all about how horrible America is. I mean, what country does that? Oh, America's a racist country. We killed all the Indians. It's the most racist country. But we had slavery. Of course we have had problems. Yes, we have slavery. It is the stain on our past. And, and we have, we've spent 150 years trying to, you know, uh, right that wrong to the extent that we can uh, and to reduce racism in this country. And, I, look, I believe that the United States today is the least racist country in the world. There's no country in the world where minorities – advance economically more than the United States does. So I want to see patriot, a more of an emphasis on America, the beautiful America, the great, because we are a great country. We have flaws. We're great. Number two, I want a, a president and a Congress that wants to produce more American energy, not less. And number three, we have got to stop this stampede of out of control spending. But I want to hear what's on your list. So we're going to first hear from the pains. Uh, Ryan and Bob Payne were two of the best in the business on what's happening with the financial situation. And then at the bottom of the hour, I will start taking your calls, 1-800-848-9222. Write this down. Don't call now. Wait about 15 or 20 minutes. 1-800-848-922. I'm sorry. (laughs) I stumbled there. 1-800-848-9222. 848-WABC, and I'll be taking your calls at the bottom of the hour. This is the More Money Show. This is WABC Radio, and we will be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Payne, Bob Payne from Payne Capital Management. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E here on the More Money Show today. We're going to talk the economy, talk markets. And, Bob, I just love when I see green on the screen, especially on a Friday. Nothing makes my weekend more than just like a hot end of the week in the stock market. Yeah, it's been a uh, a pretty volatile year, Rye. So it's uh, it's nice to see the volatility on the upside. But you know, the Federal Reserve came out this week. They were very hawkish. They were talking about you know they rose rates by seventy five basis points. Um, weren't giving any indication of a pivot. But of course, the market looks forward, and here we have a really robust 
unemployment number today, an employment number, and the market is uh, is rocketing forward. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's two things. Well, number one, I think we've kind of gotten adjusted to the point that we're like, okay, we accept it. You know, the Fed, they're going to be aggressive with their interest rate policy. But also, I don't know, Bob, and maybe I'm crazy, but does the Fed, they even know what they're doing. <laughs> it just seems like they're <laughs> winging it. And I don't know. It seems like maybe they're, they're not making any good decisions here. And you just seem kind of flustered uh, when he came out with that announcement on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's, let's face it. Uh, no one can predict the future. Nobody can know the unknowable. And markets are complex. I mean, you're talking about a multi-trillion dollar GDP globally. Uh, there's lots of things that come into play. There's interest rates. There's currencies. There's earnings. Um, you know, so it's like, like we always say, it's, it's time in the market. It's not timing the market. And if you think you can time like a Fed conference call in two hours, the market swung a yeah. thousand points. If that's, uh, <laughs> if that's able, you're able to trade that, then I'm going to transfer my account, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like you to run my money. And, and it's so true. It's so hard to figure out. Um, but yeah, I think what's interesting is, I mean, if you really look at things in a vacuum, you, you ignore the noise, you ignore the media. I mean, if you just look at the practical, common sense economic indicators, like, look, employment is strong, right? We added even 260,000 plus jobs into the economy. It was a surprise to the upside. Yeah, unemployment is still at like a 50 year plus low. Uh, wages are going higher. People have jobs. And for the most part, even with high inflation, you know, folks are still spending money. You know, maybe they're, they're spending on higher gas prices. They're spending on higher groceries, but they're also eating out. They're also traveling. So, I mean, if you're, if you look at it through that lens, you know, the economy is not in horrible shape, even though every economist out there, every strategist is warning us we're going to fall off some economic cliff. Bob, I'm not buying it. Well, you know, the thing you should be buying, right, are, are, are stocks and bonds because they're in great valuations right now. So dividend yields are attractive. You have bond yields that are attractive. And, you know, most of us don't invest to buy low, sell high. And if you do, you know, good luck with that. Uh, we invest for growth and income. So meanwhile, while I'm sitting through all this volatility, I'm adding my dividends are coming in. I'm accruing interest on my bonds. And, you know, it's a total return strategy. So you, you have to take advantage of the down days to invest your money, but you got to stay invested because again, it's not timing. Yeah. No one times it well. It's time in the market. Yeah. I think uh, Warren Buffett says it best. Yeah. And I think it's kind of ironic right now because a lot of us are sitting in cash. You know, I, I've seen a lot of investors are, are nervous. You know, they're earning maybe 1% in a money market fund. If you're lucky, you know, maybe you have a higher rate if you're, if you're smart about it. Um, and you're waiting for that next shoe to drop. Meanwhile, the Dow Jones industrial average was up over 14% last month. It was like the best return since the 70s, Bob, in one month. And that's the problem is you can't wait for things to turn around because they turn around before you can even blink. And I think that's what you're seeing right now is, you know, the overall economy is not terrible. Um, most markets are, maybe they're down for the year, but it's not crazy. Once you get out of technology and mega cap stocks, which everybody owns, which have done horrible, you know, the rest of the market's not doing that bad. And meanwhile, things are recovering quick. And if you're sitting in cash right now, you're missing the boat, and you can't miss that boat, especially if you're getting ready or retired now. You can't play that game. Well, that's the beauty of it, Ryan. That's, that's why investing is so hard. It's so counterintuitive. You know, coming into October, everybody expected it to be a down month because everyone knew that Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve was going to raise interest rates by 75 basis points this week. So what's the market do? It turns around and jumps 14%, you know, already knowing that news. and. And now what's the next event, right? The Fed's not going to talk again yeah. for a month. They're going to be in a quiet period. Now we have the midterm elections coming. 
It doesn't matter what happens in these elections. Guess what usually happens almost 90% of the time after the midterm elections, right? Gridlock, Bob, and it looks like we're going to get some more gridlock. Markets love gridlock. Yes, and it's been a constantly bullish signal for the market, right? After the midterms, the market generally goes up. It's, you know, generally volatile to down, you know, the first nine months of a midterm year. And historically, we see a, a Santa Claus rally, right, starting early. And not only does it go into the end of the year, but continues into the coming new year. Yeah, and I think you have to be realistic here, right? I mean, you're hearing all these prognosticators, economists, all these negative Nellies out there talking about the high inflation, inflation's not come, come down. But the reality of it is we're already seeing it on the ground floor, right? Real estate prices are already coming down, which is a big, big input when it comes to the inflation number. So we know in a couple months from now, you know, it's kind of like, we know right now, like the sun rises in the east and some point here inflation is, is going to start to come down. And meanwhile, the job market's probably still going to stay strong. So if you have a strong economy where people are working and costs start to come down, I can envision, Bob, in 12 months, we're actually going to be in a pretty good place. No matter what they tell you uh, on TV, you know, I think the economy is much better than everyone's been telling you. Well, now it's amazing, right, because we just had two quarters of negative gross domestic product. And lo and behold, the last third quarter numbers come out and we got a 2.6% annualized growth, right? So, you know, trying to predict what's unpredictable and know what's unknowable is frustrating no matter whether you're an economist or just an investor like you and I. Well, yeah, and I think it's just critical right now because it, it's so easy to go to cash or put all your money into a, a two-year CD, which, by the way, you should put some money into a two-year CD. It's paying close to 5% now. I haven't seen that in over a decade. But you have to be smart, right? At some point here, the market's going to keep recovering quickly like it has in the last month. At some point here, rates actually may come down again because the Fed actually has to cut rates. So all of a sudden, you have a CD that comes due in two years, and now rates are lower than they were before, and you miss that move in the market. So you've got to spread your money out. You can't just take your money, go to cash, or go to a short-term CD, even though the rate's great. you got to start thinking long-term because your retirement isn't short-term. You know, you're going to be retired for, in some cases, 20, 30 years, so you have to think forward-looking like the market's doing. Right now, you've got to get invested into a long-term strategy. You don't want to wait because, as you can see, the market's going to move before the news gets even better. And right now what we're seeing is the news is actually getting a little bit better. Well, I think that's been the biggest surprise for a lot of investors is that third-quarter earnings have actually been very good. And, you know, we have inflation. Everybody's talking about inflation. They're talking about their costs going up. But what do great companies do, right, with with the good brands that they have? They take those higher costs. They increase their prices. You and I, as the consumer, ultimately pay it. And meanwhile, their profitability stays the same. Not only stays the same, it's actually a little bit better. So that's why stocks, equities are the ultimate hedge against inflation. Doesn't impact immediately, right? Immediately when inflation goes up, stocks go down. But in the longer run, they go up because they're able to pass on those costs to the consumer, keep their profits up. Last I checked, buddy, prices of stocks are slaves to earnings. Yeah, and if you're thinking yourself right now, like, look, your head's been in the sand. You know you've got to get on top of your finances. You know right now, if you're trying to be retired, if you're retired right now, you've got to have a game plan. Here's your shot to do it. We keep 10 slots open. If you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement, Bob and I will run for you our now famous total financial master plan, and we'll do have no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic review. We literally look at everything. There's no other firm out there that will do this work up front for no cost. We literally build you your own personalized 
financial portal. We give you a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture, and we hone in on every issue you need to address today. We're going to look at income. You need an income plan for retirement. You can't get it, sit in cash or nothing on your money. We're going to show you exactly how to draw from your portfolio, factor in inflation, how to take Social Security. There's hundreds of ways to take Social Security. Only one right way for you, but we'll show you how to put together a full income plan so you live off your money and you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. We're going to look at diversification. Are you getting hit hard this year because your money's over-concentrated in growth, tech? Or are you sitting in cash, earning nothing on your money, paralysis by analysis as inflation's at a 40-year high? We're going to put together a full investment game plan, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. And we're going to go through every investment you own, show you all those hidden costs are in those annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, and optimize your portfolio for taxes. It's not what you make, it's what you take. You'll get our total tax playbook so you can optimize your portfolio for taxes. We have 10 slots if you saved over a million dollars for your retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next 10 callers, you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will help you to create your own total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. There's no strings attached, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. So, Bob, you know, at our firm, Payne Capital Management, we're a boutique firm here right in New York City. And all we do is financial planning. That's all we do. We think about where uh, we, le- we eat, sleep, we drink financial planning. And maybe some people call us boring, but I think we're exciting guys, for the record. <laughs> um, you know, and what I hate most about our industry is just lazy financial planning, right? And at the end of the year, this is such a great time to be proactive with your financial plan You know, make decisions on your portfolio, whether it's for taxes, um, you know, whether it's, it's optimizing the, the, the income on your portfolio, but most advisors don't take the time to do it. So I thought we could talk about some of the proactive strategies that we use for our clients to help our listeners make some good proactive moves with their portfolio right now. And since the market's down this year, one strategy everyone needs to look at, Bob, is doing tax swaps. Yeah, absolutely, right. You know, as your grandmother used to say all the time, when life gives you lemons, you have to make some lemonade. And here we are with a year where we have – Virtually every investment you could possibly make, no matter how conservative, is down in value, right? It, and those values are typically temporarily down in value. You know, maybe, you know, cash isn't down so far this year, oil's up this year, commodities are up, but virtually everything else is down. And you could sit there and just lick your wounds, or you can take advantage of it, right? You can do what are called legal tax swaps, where you can swap out of one investment, invest in something that's almost identical, but not exactly identical, Take the loss, offset your future capital gains or current capital gains and income and reduce the tax obligation you have to the IRS. I don't know about you, Rye. I don't enjoy paying taxes. Yeah, no, no. I don't like taxes at all, Bob. And, you know, talk to your financial advisor. Talk to your accountant right now. Look at any losses you have in your portfolio where you can swap it into something else. It's like the tide's down. You can jump from one boat to the other, but you get to use that tax loss, which carry forward forever. So you use it. So you get plenty of flexibility with your losses. It's like something you have to be looking at right now. So don't wait on it because it takes some time to do it. 
and you only have two months left in the year. You know, Bob, the other strategy that I just love that no one thinks about in our industry, because again, our industry is lazy, is you might have a lot of money in a retirement plan. In fact, at 72, you have to take the money out of your retirement plan or the government forces you to. And we call your retirement plans, whether it's an IRA, 401k, 403b, it's a ticking tax time bomb. So what you can look at is maybe taking money out before 72, if you're in a low tax bracket, convert that money to a Roth IRA where that money literally is tax-free for the rest of your life and your heirs inherit that money tax-free. Bob, it's such a great strategy, but nobody looks at it. Well, it's a really great strategy, right? You know, I think a lot of this recency bias when the market's down from its all-time record high this past January, but it's still 40% above where it was two years ago when we had the, you know, the COVID pandemic and stocks and bonds drop pretty dramatically. It's recovered dramatically and you have a lot more money in your retirement accounts than you did just two years ago. And guess who's looking at that? Actually salivating at that is the IRS. They can't <laughs> wait until you're 72 and you have to do your required minimum distribution and pay taxes, you know, to the tax man. So one of the ways to prevent that is to pay up front now, pay some of the tax now and pay less tax in the future. And of course, in a Roth, it's tax free forever. Yeah, I mean, Roth is probably one of the greatest tax vehicles ever created. And again, talk to your accountant about this. Talk to your financial advisor because there's some nuance to it. But really right now, there's probably not a better time to start looking at it. And most of us don't do what we call IRA planning, right? It's probably a big chunk of your net worth is sitting in some big retirement account. And it really pays to take the time and to plan out how you're going to withdraw that money over time. And again, a lot of times before 72 is the right time to do it. You know, Bob, another great strategy in the year, if you're forced to take money out of your IRA, is some of that can be for charitable contributions, which gives you a nice deduction. Yeah, this has been a, a temporary rule that seems to be coming permanent, right? This charitable contribution you can make directly from your IRA to a charity, and therefore it's not taxable, and you can do it up to $100,000, you know, every year. Now, this may go away next year, right? You don't know. Um, you know, it's something that's only been around for a couple of years. seems to be at the large guests of the government. You should take advantage of that. You make charitable contributions. Don't pay it out of your checking account. Take that money from your IRA and make that contribution. You have to be at least 70 to do it. Yeah. So, again, it's just like there's so many things you can do here at the end of the year. Um, you want to look at this right now. I can't emphasize that enough. And another one is the health savings account, another underutilized tool that you can do to have some tax-free income. Now, if you're in a high-deductible health insurance plan, you're still working, there's ways to put money into a health savings account. Again, if you're eligible, where you get a deduction to put the money in. It grows tax-free, and if you use it for medical expenses later, you can take it out tax-free. That's triple tax-free. So these are all simple strategies. I can't emphasize it enough that you want to be looking at right now, and especially right now, when you get to the end of the year, if you're in a high tax bracket this year, you got to be considering all these options. Hey, Ryan, you know, you might be sitting there right now saying, wait a minute, Ryan, I'm retired. I don't have an HSA account to contribute to. I don't have a 401k to contribute to. But you know what? You might have children or grandchildren who are in the early years of their career, and because they have to pay rent, you know, food inflation's going through the roof, they might not be able to, you know, find savings to put into the retirement accounts. This is where you can gift them money, right? Get it out of your estate. You know, right now we have a great estate tax credit, but chances are Washington's going to take a hard look at that and try and get your hard-earned money, you know, when you pass away. 
Let's, let's, let's yeah. you know, let's meet them at the pass and, and take advantage of gifting money to your children and grandchildren so they can make these deductions and help them to manage their tax situation. You know, lower taxes benefits everybody, especially if it's your family. Yeah, I think a year like this year, it's hard because markets have been volatile. You know, you might be wondering, can I retire? If you're retired now, are you at risk right now? It's like never a better time to be proactive as opposed to reactive when it comes to your financial plan. And I think, you know, looking at taxes can be very, very therapeutic. So it's a great time to look at these things. You know, don't put your head in the sand. Take advantage of it right now. And if you're thinking to yourself, like, like you love to get a review where you can figure out what kind of strategies can I use before the end of the year? Well, we still have four slots open. If you, if you saved over a million dollars for your retirement plan, Bob and I will run for your total financial master plan. We'll do with no obligation or cost. We have four slots left. We literally build you your own personalized financial portal. There's not another firm out there. We'll, we'll do this work up front. We'll go through every investment you own. We'll hone in on every issue you have today that you need to address when it comes to your finances. We're going to look at income, whether you're close to retiring, retired now. We'll put together a full income plan, show you how to draw from your portfolio, take Social Security, also factor in inflation so you don't run out of money. Your costs are going to double over the next 20 years because of inflation. We're going to look at diversification. Has it been a hard year in the stock market? Do you need to reanalyze your risk? Or... Are you just sitting in cash, earning nothing on your money as inflation's at a 40-year high? We'll put together a full diversified game plan, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life, and we'll look at fees and taxes. We go through every investment you own, those annuities, insurance products, brokerage products, show you how to reduce the cost on your portfolio and optimize your portfolio for taxes. It's not what you make, it's what you take. You get our full tax playbook. We literally do this. If you have over a million dollars to save for your retirement, we have four slots left. Take advantage of it right now. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next five callers, you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement, our team of financial advisors and certified Financial planners will help you to create your own unique total financial master plan. No obligation, no cost, no strings attached, but no plan if you don't text or call. 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, if you want to learn more about myself and Bob, simply go to bebullish.com and our firm, Pain Capital Management, that's P-A-Y-N-E. You can learn more about our firm. You can check out our Pain Points of Wealth podcast. And if you have any questions for Bob and I, go to bebullish.com slash questions. We'll answer all your questions, whether on the air or directly. Stay tuned. We got more, more money coming your way. This is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management with this week's market update. This week on the Street of Drains, the stock market ended higher Friday, capping a roller coaster trading session. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished up 402 points, or 1.3%, while the S&P 500 gained 1.4%, the NASDAQ rose 1.3%. However, all three indices ended the week in the red. The Dow snapped a four-week winning streak, and the S&P 500 and NASDAQ each snapped two-week winning streaks. The down week in the markets came in reaction to Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell's comments at his press conference Wednesday after he announced a three-quarters of a percent rate hike. It is the central bank's sixth increase of 2022 and fourth straight 75 basis point bump. This is as high as rates have been in nearly 15 years. He said the terminal rate, 
where the rate that the Fed will fund rate will peak at could be higher than markets currently anticipate. That caused short-term bond yields to rise to multi-year highs and the stock indices to post two consecutive days of decline. Now, on a more positive note, the central bank signaled that while its tightening campaign isn't over, it might be getting closer to slowing the pace of rate hikes. On the economic front, the U.S. economy added 261,000 jobs in October, more than forecast, but less than the prior result of 315,000. But the unemployment rate rose a tick to 3.7%. Wages grew 4.7% year over year in line with estimates and down from a prior result of 5%. Now, overall, labor is clearly still in high demand, but not to the degree that the markets had feared. If economic demand can cool down enough and if slower wage gains incentivize companies to enact smaller price increases, then inflation can calm down too. The jobs report could act as the first step in the Fed's eventual process of slowing down the pace of rate hikes. Even so, the bond and stock market need to see hard evidence that inflation is coming down. That evidence may come as early as next week as the consumer price index, which hit the wires November 10 and investors are hoping for a decline below the September result of 8.2%. Stay tuned. Although it was a leasing week for U.S. stocks, it was a winning week for a diversified portfolio. Commodities rose over 5%. Energy pipelines were up 2%. Emerging markets rose 5.48% on the week, while other international markets saw gains as a result of a weaker dollar and continued speculation that China is moving to ease economically restrictive COVID-19 restrictions. In closing, we're all looking forward to Tuesday and the midterm elections, and not just because it will signal the end of annoying political campaign advertising, but because the midterm elections have been consistently bullish for the market. According to Ed Yardeni of Yardeni Research, the upcoming midterm elections could spark a Santa Claus rally in the stock market that extends into next year. Based on historical data analyzed by Yardeni since 1942, the S&P 500 delivered average three-month, six-month, and 12 months gains post midterm election of 7.6, 14.1, and 14.9% respectively. He concluded, yes, Virginia, there really is a Santa Claus rally. Apparently, it tends to be even more likely during midterm election years. Hey, my son Ryan and I, we have 68 years of combined industry experience in building low cost, tax efficient, gold based portfolios. You can get a free evaluation by simply calling 844 752 6692. That's 844-752-6692, or by simply calling 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, this is Bob Payne. I'm the Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management. Stop. ED is no laughing matter. This could be caused from low T, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Elevate Wellness can help. 40% of men over 40 have experienced this. Make the call to Elevate Wellness now. 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. The office visit is only $99 and includes exam, blood work, test dose, and consultation. Call Elevate Wellness. 973-354-2276. Or Elevate Wellness Group. Dot com. It's more money with leading economist Steve.
Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years' experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show. Uh, I am uh, economist Steve Moore. Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. By the way, I want to remind people, uh, please, please, please sign up for uh, a a project that I'm involved in. Uh, It's a kind of online newsletter about the economy. We call it the Prosperity Hotline. And this is free. I'm not selling you anything, folks, and, and we don't do advertising or anything like that in the, in the, uh, in the hotline. But it's just a good way of uh, keeping up with what's going on with the economy, what's going on with politics, what's going on with COVID. Uh, we were very involved in that. We were adamantly against lockdowns from the very start, and I guess we were proven to be entirely correct. Lockdowns were a total catastrophe. And so um, get that for free. And if you want to get the hotline for free, we have uh, – the best way to do that is go to our website. It's Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Uh, that's Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Go to that website, uh, click the button, give us your email, and we'll send it to you five mornings a week. You can read it in five minutes. Very short. Sometimes it's just a chart or a graph or sometimes a cartoon that really explains what's going on with the economy. And if you like it, we'll keep sending it to you for free. And if you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. But I think you will like it. And if you want to be the smartest person in the room, Get the Committee to Unleash Prosperity Hotline. My buddy, Larry Kudlow, says he uses it all the time for his show, and I think you can find a lot of useful nuggets of information from the hotline. Okay. I know I'm very excited. I, I, I'm going to discriminate today, folks. I very rarely discriminate, but I am going to discriminate today because I am going to take the ladies who are calling in rather than the men. I know that's discriminatory, but I want to do this because I want to hear, I really believe women are the ones who tend to determine the outcome of elections. When they turn against Republicans and go with the Democrats, the Democrats seem to win, as happened in 2020, when a lot of women didn't like Trump's antics and may may have liked his policies, but didn't like the way he acted, or maybe they didn't like the way he said things, and they turned against him, and that's one of the reasons I think he lost. Um, But this is an election where, according to the polls, women are now really in a pretty decisive way swinging back to the Republicans. And I want to hear from the ladies on both sides of the aisle. If you're going to continue to, if you're someone who's voting for the Democrats, I want to hear why. If you're going to vote, maybe someone you, if you're a lady who maybe who has voted traditionally for Democrats, but maybe you're voting for a change this year, I want to hear why. This is Freedom of Speech Radio, so I, I want to hear all different opinions. And so let's get right down to it. Mr. Producer, who is our first caller? Our first caller is Judy from NYC. Judy, thank you so much for calling in. Are you a Republican that's going to vote Democrat, a Democrat that's going to vote Republican? What What is your situation, and how do you feel about the election? I am an independent, and I like the uh uh, everything that the MAGA group uh, implemented last term. You do. Uh, you're a, you're well, a MAGA yeah. Republican. You're MAGA independent. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm independent, and I'm voting for Republicans who support the MAGA agenda that worked under President Trump. 
And so, uh, Judy, what do you like about the MAGA agenda that you think we need to bring back? I think that it is opposite of what seems to me a degrowth movement that's being imposed um, uh, by the current administration, especially if you look into uh, local communities that have adopted sustainable development and see the code that they have transformed their local laws and zoning and everything into. Everybody should look at that E-Code 360, uh, and I think that is very dangerous. Okay. Hey, great call, Judy. Thanks for your comments. So we have one independent woman who sounds like she's going to vote Republican on Election Day. I want to hear from others, by the way. I want to remind you all, uh, I want to hear from the men and the women, but mostly the women, one 800 Eight four eight nine two two two. We have two lines open. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 is the More Money Hotline, or the easier easier way to remember is one eight hundred eight four eight W A B C. Please call in. Uh, I want to make one comment before I get to our next lady caller, and that is that the if you look at the growth rate of the economy over the first nine months of this year of two thousand twenty two. It's pathetic. It's pitiful. The economy has grown. Are you ready for this, folks? 0.08%. And, you know, you round that to zero, right? So we've had no growth, no growth. So there is a degrowth movement by the left that doesn't want the economy to grow. They don't. They think growth is a bad thing. No, growth is what is, makes us more prosperous, gives us the things that we want, makes us happier, makes us, uh, you know, healthier. And so growth is critical, and we haven't had any growth this year. Uh, And I think that's because of the inflationary policies, the runaway government that is uh, nothing I've ever seen like in my career. I I came to Washington in 1984, so that was 35, 36 years ago. And, you know, I've lived through President Reagan. I lived through President Clinton and the Bushes and Obama and, you know, uh, and Trump. Uh, and look, politicians like to spend money. I'm not here to tell you, folks. I, I got a couple of tweets uh, already from the early part of this broadcast saying, oh, Steve, you're too much of a Republican. I'm not a Republican. I do vote. I am a Republican, but I'm not somebody who, you know, bleeds red. I bleed red, white, and blue. I want what's best for our country, not what's best for the Republican Party. And I'm not here to tell you, folks. Uh, I'm not here to tell you how to vote, and I'm certainly not here to tell you that Republicans are the solution to all our problems, because I don't believe that. I think Republicans are the lesser of two evils right now. I think both parties love to play Santa Claus. We just heard from the Paines talking about the Santa Claus rally. Well, you know what? Uh, the Santa Claus is what our politicians are. They love to pass out your and my money to other people. They love to redistribute income. They don't spend their own money. We notice about that about politicians. They spend your money and my money, and then they say how generous they are. All right, Mr. Producer, who is our next caller, please? Our next caller is Elena from New Jersey. Elena, I think you're a first-time caller on my on my show, so thanks so much for calling in. Uh, we'd love to hear what you're thinking about the election because I want to hear from the ladies. My pleasure, Mr. Moore. I just heard a fabulous comment that a trillion has so many zeros. 
Now, you said you breed red, white, and blue. I think you're a red, white, and blue educator. If we only publish those numbers on every billboard, every newspaper, and every news, every, we would find out that we don't own our home until we pay off the mortgage. Nobody realizes mm-hmm. how much yeah. money we owe. You're brilliant. Yeah, like, by the way, Elena, you're right. It's like the bank owns your house, not <laughs> not you, until you pay off most of your mortgage. You're exactly right. And that means, I'm sorry to interrupt you, I do want to hear the rest of your thoughts, but you're making such a great point. You know, who owns our country? If we have trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of debt, by the way, I said there's 12 zeros in uh, at a trillion. That means there's 13 zeros, Elena, in the $20 trillion of national debt. I mean, this is going to bankrupt our country. So I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead with your thought because you're making some great points. No, Mr. Moore, I just want to say that you're a fabulous red, white, and blue educator. We're learning physics. Go ahead and teach the whole nation economics because we need it so desperately. You're brilliant. (laughs) But you've made my day. Thank you. That's a sweet thing to say. Uh, It means a lot to me. I appreciate your call. I appreciate you listening, uh, and uh, I hope you get out and vote. By the way, Elena, are you going to uh, – well, I don't. it's not any of my business, but are you happy with the way things are going in this country? Let's put it like that. No, I am not. We definitely need a tremendous adjustment. And whoever is governing our country now and the path that they're going down is not building up red, white, and blue. It's only building up red. Oh, Elena. Hey, Elena, thank you so much for calling in. I hope you have a great, beautiful, wonderful afternoon. Uh, This is WABC Talk Radio, and I want to – we have one or two lines still open. I want to hear – now I'll hear from the men. Uh, We've heard from a couple ladies. I want to hear from the men and the women. We've got exactly 10 minutes left, so I have time for two or three more quick calls. It's 1-800-848-9222. The question I'm asking you is, do you think the country is headed in the right direction? And if you're a Democrat, and I'd love to hear from Democrats – Explain what you think is going right, because I'm, I'm very respectful of people's opinion. And if you think things are going wrong, as Elena does, I want to hear what you think is going wrong. Mr. Producer, do we have a next caller? Our next caller is Max from Manhattan. Max, I'm going to let you come in because I do want to hear from the men. So thanks for calling in. What have you got on your mind, sir? Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just a little. I noticed a little funny, odd thing, and that concerns Elon Musk. And um, I'm bringing him up because oftentimes we don't know with Elon where he's standing, where he's sitting, um, where he's walking. He can uh, sound very favorable. But I just thought that Elon is such an odd name. And um, (laughs) uh, I'm mentioning this because um, uh, Werner von Braun wrote a book about uh, traveling to Mars years ago in the 70s. And the main character in the book was Elon. So... uh, you know, that's uh, maybe a little something that's for us to think about, don't you think? All right. Yeah, great. Great call. Uh, it's not exactly relevant to what we're talking about right now, which is the election, but I don't know where that name Elon comes from. You know what? I'm going to uh, I'm going to look that up uh, before the next call, and I'm going to try to answer Max's question about where, where did the, the number, the name uh, Elon come from. I am very happy, by the way, that Elon Musk is seeming to – straighten out Twitter and, and allowing it to be a total free speech platform. I don't always agree with everything with Elon Musk, but I think the idea that everybody should be able to have their voice heard is a great one. I hope he does that. I hope he accomplishes what he wants. Uh, this is Freedom of Speech Radio at WABC. We take calls from people of all different 
uh, you know, genders and skin colors and voices and political parties. Uh, so, Mr. Producer, do we have a next caller? We do have the next caller, and it is Susan from West Hampton, New York. Susan, thank you so much for calling. I love this. The ladies really are calling in today. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, uh, do you want... Steve, I'm new to your program, and I'm just so fired up. I had to call, and I appreciate everything you've said thus far. And listen, I'm a long in the tooth. I'm 70 years old. and I'm uh, that's, not so, that's not so long in the tooth. Come on, 70's young. Come on. Well, well, listen, this is not a democracy. My late father was decorated World War II. He was on Normandy oh. Beach on the eve of his 21st Oh, my. Birthday. Really? He was in yep. Normandy? Spoke oh, my God. You must, be, I, you must be so proud of your father. I am. And, you know, he was an SOB, but now I understand he was an <laughs> SOB with a purpose. Yeah, he served your country, he, he and he, he used to... Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. You know, he served our country and he he made us free and kept us free and saved Europe. So what what those people did, you know, sometimes I wonder whether the current generation of young people would have the courage and the determination and the patriotism of the people like your father. By the way, my father, too, was a World War II veteran. He was not in Normandy. He was in the Pacific. But that really, truly was the greatest generation. And it almost brings tears to my eyes when I see what they did for our country. Absolutely. I Tom Brokaw coined them correctly, the greatest generation. I am angry about so many things I don't know where to start. We'll start with trying to be a struggling anyone, but particularly a senior who lived hard and right and worked and has limited social security. And, yep. you know, what do you do? Uh, you can't have salmon much anymore because that's expensive. Do you get gas? Do you get fuel? Yep. Are you going to freeze to death this winter? Are you, you know, there's yep. all these things and it's crazy. And whatever anyone thinks of Trump and whatever he did on his own time with women, with not, who cares? That's Melania's <laughs> thing, not mine. <laughs> And all all I know is he ran our country like a well-tuned business. I don't care what he tweeted. My father, that's why I opened with that. Believe me, my father said and did many a crazy thing like Trump. And I had three stepmothers, Steve. So he was prolific in marriage. He was married four times. So I get it. But he, you know, Trump, we were humming along. We were energy independent first time ever in my lifetime. Uh, Do they think there's an imaginary, you know, like the COVID nonsense we went through, the pandemic, as I call it. Do people really think that this green idea, what do they think, China, who pollutes more than we ever did, do they think like one of those plastic curtains comes down in the atmosphere and their air doesn't blow to us? I mean, none of this makes sense. All right. Look, it's a great call. Thank you so much. I love what you're saying. I I really appreciate the kind comments, by the way. And uh, I agree with you. I think that the the idea that we're responsible for all the pollution in the world, America, you know, blame America first, that we're going to shut down our coal, we're going to shut down our energy and somehow that's going to stop the Chinese from polluting. You know, China's levels of pollution, folks, are five times greater than ours. They have, if China has, what, 1.2, 1.3 billion people, there's four times more Chinese than there are Americans. They're polluting like crazy. The Chinese government, President Xi is now a communist dictator. Does anybody think that he cares about, uh, about climate change? 
I mean, come on. They don't care about climate change. They're trying to take over the world. We're shutting down our energy. It doesn't make much sense. Do we have time, Mr. Producer, for one more caller? We do have time for one more caller, and it's Karen from Long Island. Karen, thank you so much for calling. Oh, my God, the ladies have come through for me today. Thank you so much. I don't know if you're a Republican or Democrat, uh, but how are you feeling about the direction of our country? Okay, real quick. I was an independent. I changed to Republican. The present administration is destroying our country. The Democratic Party has been captured by the Communist Party, as far as I'm concerned. It's not even an American party anymore. And I hate its energy policies. You said it correct, what you just said. It's a joke. Trump was the only person that walked out on the climate accord, and he was brilliant. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. I'm definitely Oh, my God. I love your comment. By the way, can I, before you go, did you, uh, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but did you vote for Biden or Trump in 2020? I voted for Trump both times. Because you know what? I'm both times. Okay. I know what's going on. Yeah, but you're an independent. You're not a Republican. I love it. Thanks so much for coming. By the way, I'm so appreciative of the ladies. We're going to have to do this again because uh, the ladies uh, who called in have uh, been, you know, brilliant. And uh, look, women are the ones who determine. They're the swing voters. They swing back and forth between Republican and Democrat independents. And what I'm telling you is I think we're headed to our big, big red wave. I think I'm going to kind of end with this because I've got about 90 seconds left. But, folks, that New York governor's race is so important. It is so important that if you're a Democrat, do you really want Hochul to be the governor for four more years? Do you think she's done anything right? Look at the crime. Look at what's happened in New York City. Look at what's happening downstate New York that's being ruined. One and a half million people over the last decade have left New York. They've gone to Florida. They've gone to Texas. The the place is, is just no longer the prosperous empire state that it once was. And again, I know Lee Zeldin. He's not nearly as conservative as I am. And I'm not saying that as a criticism. I'm a pretty conservative guy. I think Lee is more of a kind of center right guy. Uh, But I think you need to, when you look at what has happened to the state and what Hochul did with the lockdowns and the shutting down of the schools and the crime in the street, and she can't even get an intelligible sentence out. And she says, why are you so concerned about crime to Lee Zeldin? Because crime is making it so scary to walk down the city streets of New York. That's why. Uh, So I hope that people do get out and vote on Tuesday. I hope you look for alternatives to the people who put us in this position. I think a red wave is coming. I think the cavalry is coming, as my buddy Larry Kudlow says. I think we will wake up on Wednesday morning and we'll feel like, hey, we corrected things. We have a new course in America, and it will be morning in America on Wednesday. At least I hope it is. We'll see what the voters say. Have a great weekend, folks. It is a glorious, glorious weekend. Beautiful day. Get out and enjoy the sunshine and fresh air. I'm Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show on WABC. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences 
in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. 